For garden color from the ground up, start with the ground. Vigoro Colored Bark Mulch from The Home Depot. Now, three bags for just nine bucks. It protects your plants beautifully and maintains its color for up to 12 months in shades of red, brown, or black that really set off your garden, not to mention your spring. Bring on spring color with Vigoro Colored Bark Mulch. Three bags, nine bucks. Now at The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Limit 60 per customer. Color selection varies by store. What's up, everybody? Let's hit all the live buttons here. <laughs> Let's get the show started. What up, everybody? Don't worry, Facebook. I've got permission to play this, too. What's up, Trisha? How are you? Good morning, everybody. I'm doing good, Trish. My eyes starting to open up. Once again, we butcher the show opening to Joshua T. Berglund's Morning Gratitude. I've got an eyeball that does not want to open. Holy Moses. Uh, We got this going. There we go. All right. Good morning, everybody. So, Live from Livmana Worldwide Studios in the heart of Little Italy, San Diego. <laughs> this is Joshua T. Berglund's Morning Gratitude. And uh, that right there is uh, the playing the actually really good stuff. It's uh, Kay Prince, who uh, I got this music sent to me the other day, and it is really, really good. Uh, good morning, everybody. Yeah, this eye is, it's getting better than it was, but I feel like I get stabbed in the freaking eye about 2 o'clock this morning, and I, it freaking hurts, but it's starting to open up a little bit, but it just stinking hurts. So forgive me. Good morning, everybody listening on Spreaker, iHeartRadio, YouTube, Facebook, and everywhere else. Good morning, everybody. This is Joshua T. Berglund's Morning Gratitude, and today's Valentine's Day. Wow. How's everyone doing? How's everyone feeling about Valentine's Day? Um, is there, Are you grateful for Valentine's Day? Or do you want to kick that little Cupid guy in the butt? Um, <laughs> oh, wow. So, anyway, we are being heard live on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, um, what else? YouTube and Facebook. Um, I want to give a shout-out to our sponsors, Facecamp, Skincare, which is terrific, Color Evolution, Cosmetics. I don't wear makeup, but it's really good stuff. And also, SoCo Cannabis Creations, where you can go to SoCoCanna.com 
and save. How much money are you going to save? Oh, yeah, you're going to save 10% if you use the promo code LIVEMANA and you get free shipping. I'm all kinds of discombobulated this morning. Um, anyway, how's everyone doing today? We have a really interesting show today because I don't think you can get any better than talking about gratitude on a day that most makes most people crazy. Um, so I'm really, really excited to be here. I'm really excited to have our guest, Michelle Vizmaya. Did I say it right? Vizmaya? Oh, no. I can't hear you yet. <laughs> I won't be able to hear you. Um, I'm looking at her in the waiting room, and she's watching me butcher her name. So <laughs> I feel terrible. But she's going to correct me, and I'm going to apologize. Um, but Michelle Vizmaya Rubin, who is really a fascinating person. She is on a mission to help people celebrate the deliciousness in life through living in gratitude. I'm sorry, through the living in gratitude today movement. She reminds people to savor their experiences while connecting to the lessons they are supposed to learn. She's an entrepreneur, educator, best-selling author, and a world traveler. Her friends call her v Vizmaya. Dang, I'm going to get this right. A name she has been given in India, which means surprise or wonder. I wonder what my name means. For her, life is full of surprises. She believes that if we don't accept the gifts life offers, they stop coming. Isn't that the truth? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it is a great pleasure for me to introduce my new friend, Michelle, to the show. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, I got the heart in your way. Hold on. Let me get rid of that heart. It's blocking your face. Okay. So everybody watching on YouTube right now, you can't see her. You're only going to be able to hear because we haven't figured that part out yet. Um, but on the Facebook screen, we have hearts. And I had a heart blocking out her face <laughs> on accident. <laughs> My bad. So would you please correct me, Michelle, how you say your name, like your, your real name, the name you go by? Can you hear me? Yes, I hear you great. Can you hear me? Perfect. I hear you perfectly. Yeah, you sound so, great. I go by Vismaya. Vismaya. Yes. Oh my gosh. Please accept my apology. I barely speak English. So. <laughs> you did pretty good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, and so we got to meet through, we met through Instagram. And I got to tell you, I'm just, in the short, the little bits of getting to know you and seeing what you're about, I'm really, really inspired. And forgive me for looking at you funky, but I, I woke up at two o'clock this morning feeling like someone stabbed me in the eye and my eye is just now starting to open. But um, I am, I'm really grateful that you are here. Um, and the first thing that we do on the show every day is ask, what are you grateful for? I am grateful for the opportunity to be here at the show with you. I'm grateful for being a single woman. I have received I, probably 10, 15 texts wishing me a happy Valentine's Day. Um, people letting me know they love me, they they want to just celebrate with me today. So that was really a great way to wake up. Um, I'm probably not supposed to say this, but my nephew's getting an award tomorrow, and we're gonna oh. surprise him at school. So those are just a few of the things. It's East Coast time here; it's 12 o'clock, so not bad for beginning of the day. What? So what is he getting the award for? Um, he goes to a private Jewish school, and it's called Mensch of the Month, which means that he's done. Um, good deeds. He's been nice to people. He's gone out of his way to to make a difference. So that's I'm awesome. Really excited. Would you would you say that name one more time? Because not that I'm going to be able to pronounce it, but just so I can try. Mensch. 
Minch. Yeah. That's it? Yeah. Oh, I can pronounce that. I thought you said something longer than that. <laughs> Minch of the month. Minch of the month. Oh. Right. Well, heck, I can pronounce that. Uh, <laughs> well, I am so grateful uh, that you came on the show today. Tell me about the living, it's a through the living and gratitude today movement. Me. So living in so, living in gratitude today movement. Tell me about that. So let me give you a little background if I can. Please. I was a high school teacher in Miami for 20 years. And the last few years, I've always taught character development and really wanted my class to be something where my students could take something away, not just the skill that I was teaching. Right. So in the last few years, I was teaching creative writing. And then these last couple of years, I had to teach it based on the new state parameters, and it had to be evidence-based writing. So I decided to use that to my advantage. And I had my kids reading research on gratitude, reading research on yoga. Um, and I had them keeping gratitude charts. So they would have to go through their life and on a regular basis look at things that they were grateful for. And I tried to get them to not just look at, you know, oh, I'm happy I'm alive, I'm happy my mother's with me, I'm happy. Because I think that sometimes we go through that and it's almost like a rote list. Right. So I asked them, I said, look at things in your life right now that you have to be grateful for. Maybe, and it was getting them and getting the people in the movement to really be present to their life right now, no matter what's going on. So, as you know, when I introduced the activity in the beginning of the year, they looked at me like I had lost my mind, I was crazy, what do you mean, I have nothing to be grateful for, because they were high school students. And I smiled, I said, okay, and some of them said, we're going to lie, I said, perfect, lie, not a problem. I said, but at the end of the day, I said, if I give you one gift, and that gift is to look at your life and find things to be grateful for, I've done my job. Wow. So... As we progressed through the year, you know, by the middle of the year, they would leave me little notes on the gratitude charts. Thank you for making us do this. And then by the end of the year, you know, they would come up to me. And I had kids running up to me saying, Miss, you don't understand. Tell me. And they said, I, I can't wait to write things down in my gratitude chart. And one little girl said to me one day, and I'll never forget her. She said, and this is a 15-year-old girl, beautiful child, smart, lovely, and doesn't have much contact with her mother. And, um, excuse me, she said, you know, Miss, she says, I realize how lucky I am. She says, my life is not perfect. She says, but I am so blessed. And I, and I just love looking at my life now through these gratitude glasses. So that's really, they inspired me to take this to the next level. So I'm no longer teaching. <coughs> excuse me. And um, so now I'm taking this to, to, the, to the world of adults. And, and it's kind of interesting because... As adults, we're the ones who influence the children in our lives. And sure. I think it's really important that we start with the adults and that they take that practice home and practice with their children. Well, and it, I, I really love what you were doing with the children because sometimes children are the ones that teach parents. And in, 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 in a world where you know kids get bullied and, and there's a lot of peer pressure. Good morning, Nick Harris. Good to see you. Um, there's a lot of peer pressure to you know be cool or to fit in or to have the latest things by teaching kids gratitude it kind of takes their attention away from hey that guy's got jordans i don't um in focusing on what they do have and what they have to be thankful for and that really creates a beautiful ripple effect um and so i i love that you were doing that do you let me ask you something now that you're working mainly with adults do you miss working with kids 
I don't miss working in the school system. <laughs> um, I still have an opportunity to, I'm on a leave of absence, so I have an opportunity next year. They're going to ask me probably within the next month if I'm coming back. Um, I miss my students. I miss the interaction with them. I, I miss being able to you know, share ideas with them. I don't miss the system. So. Yeah, I would imagine the school system is, I, I, I can't imagine. I know how bad it was when I was there, and I went to a really good school, but man, I don't know. So tell me, tell me some of the things um, that you've noticed when you, what, what were some of the challenges that you dealt with when you were introducing this movement of gratitude to adults? I don't wake up in the morning and go, oh my God, I'm so happy. Like that's not my reality. So I think that people when they look at their life as it is right now, if they're in a place that they're not comfortable with, they they're like everything is doom and gloom. Sure. And I think through the practice of gratitude, like I I was doing some research and, and Dr. Emmons, Robert Emmons, who's like the godfather of gratitude research. One of the things he said is, is gratitude is gratitude practice is, is not for the intellectually lethargic. It's a difficult state to create and maintain. And when I heard that, I was like, the skies opened up. <laughs> really, because sometimes it's difficult when life is happening. It's difficult to find things to be grateful for, you know, because we're faced with all this stress. Yeah. And. Um, you know, if you don't mind, I'd like to give you an example. Please do. A few, a few weeks ago, my father died. Oh my God, I'm and, sorry. Thank you. And, you know, it was, it was the most beautiful experience. And it was also one of the most devastating experiences because it was the first time I lost a parent. And through this whole process, you know, we're watching him, we're watching him beat cancer, and then the next minute he's cancer is back, and then he beats it again, and then the cancer is back. And my biggest takeaway was, even though I lost him, I wasn't working this year, so I was able to be present, I was able to be at the hospital, I was able to spend the last week with him, pretty much. Um, I was able to allow myself, because I have a gratitude practice, to be open and vulnerable and ask for things that I may not have asked for. Um, and then, you know, the day of this funeral, I, I was so present to love. Oh, wow. I was so present to people showed up for my family and I, and, and they showed up in ways that I, I can't even explain. You know, they showed up to the funeral. They showed up to our house when we sat Shiva. They they called, they texted, they sent me messages on Facebook. It was it was truly a beautiful experience of community. Yeah. So once we practice being in a state of gratitude, and I say practice because it takes practice. Right. And when we practice being in that, that space of gratitude, all this deliciousness opens up, even in situations that are not so delicious. I love that. Uh, really quick, I want to give a shout out to the Spreaker. Everyone listening live on Spreaker, 
iHeartRadio, everybody watching on YouTube and Facebook Live. Good morning, everybody. Uh, Tanya, good morning. I hope you're feeling better. She's in the hospital right now. Denise, good to see you. Zinfu, great to see you. Jennifer, good to see you. Trisha, and if ever, anyone's wondering who the heck I'm talking to, you can come join the conversation over on fe- Facebook. Just look up Joshua T. Berglund's Morning Gratitude, and you will see me looking like I got poked in the eye because that's what it feels like. So I'm trying to find the gratitude in this. <laughs> I have, I'll have. i tell you what I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for my eyes because i got to tell you, I've run into two things already this morning. <laughs> I was afraid to walk to the gym this morning because I was afraid I was going to get hit by a car. So I'm grateful for Lyft as well. Um, and you're right, though. Finding gratitude. I had um, a guest on about three weeks ago that talked about being, when I asked him what he was grateful for today, he said death. And his take on it, that was so eye-opening because, and it was one of the most powerful things that I've ever heard. And you've just kind of shared another example of finding gratitude in, in death. What would you say? Because there's a lot of people, um, especially that watch and watch the show and listen to the show. What would you, like, they really do struggle with just everyday life and, and just, and you know, they're really having a hard time finding their blessings or finding the way to shift their mindset to say, you know, right now life sucks. I can't pay my bills. I, I, I don't like the way I look, I, this and that. How, what is a, do you have a trick or any guidance that you can offer for people that are struggling to find gratitude in this very moment? And then a practical thing I would tell people to do is we all have smartphones, we all have, you know, alarm clocks. Set up the alarm on the cell phone to go off every few hours. And when it goes off, stop for a second and and just take a deep breath and ask yourself, did anything happen in the last few hours that made me smile, that made me feel good? Um, You know, you talked about not liking our appearance, so maybe maybe you didn't eat the chocolate cake that was sitting there. I want a chocolate cake right now. Hi, Bonnie. <laughs> right? So maybe you resisted that piece of chocolate cake. Maybe somebody said, hey, I like your hair. I like your you know, pink grateful shirt or whatever, whatever it is. And, and here's the trick. Let's say that in those three hours, nothing happened. Right. Guess what? It's a practice. That alarm is going to go off in three more hours. And then what ends up happening is you get to do it again. And you get to do it again, and you get to do it again, and you get to do it again. You get all these do-overs. So I like that. I I really like that. I set my alarm with prayers, um, because I I know that by the end of this show, you know I go. This is the show is part of my daily routine. Hence my obsession with doing this and not going to the doctor. Um, but I, I, I need this practice just as much. I need to talk to other people about gratitude because it helps remind me that I do have so much to be grateful for, but I also, you know, then the day starts and it's like, ah, the, 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 the grizzly bear in me wants to come out. And so I have to remind myself just to breathe and, you know, and, 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 and to really just stop and just appreciate what's around me. Um, I'm curious, everyone there watching on Facebook and YouTube, like what are some of the things that, what are some of your gratitude practices? I'd love to know. Nick, especially you. 
Jennifer, what about you? Tanya, what do you guys do to practice gratitude? Um, and again, we are here with Michelle Vismaya. 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 Ruben. Vismaya Ruben. Yes, I'm getting this down. All right. Um, I, I would like to share something else. Yeah, do it. something make a difference for you? Maybe you saw a bird or a rainbow or you didn't get caught in the rain or you did get caught in the rain, whatever the scenario is. And then the I stands for what did I do for myself? What did I do for somebody else? So we get to acknowledge ourselves because sometimes we forget to do that. True. And then the N stands for did I do something new? Did I try something new? Did I step outside of my comfort zone? Did I, did I take that leap? Did I get a little closer to my goal? Did I do something new? And then the S stands for smile because you found something. And if you didn't find something, smile at somebody to make them feel good. So, so how do you import? So a lot of the show is based off of Good Morning Shondell. A lot of this show is it's not just about gratitude, but it's about living purposefully and, and pursuing your passion, pursuing what you were called to do, what your creator, whoever you believe your creator is, pursuing what you believe that you were created to do. One thing that I've really, really noticed that in that journey, what really, really helps you take those bold steps towards, you know, to keep on trucking along, to be willing to fail and fail forward, that that the the practice of gratitude really seems to be one of the core things that builds your armor and protects you because you are going to fail. You are in, in the pursuit of doing something bigger than yourself and pursuing your dreams, pursuing your God dream. You're going to fail. But when you can, in, in failure, when you've disciplined yourself and practiced gratitude, it really, really helps you like keep on going. Would you agree? I absolutely agree. And I think you know, that what happens is, is, so it's like being in a crowded room. If you're in a crowded room with 100 people, if somebody called your name out, most likely you would turn your head because we have decided that, that was important to us. Right. Knowing our name, hearing our name is important to us. And I think that when you practice gratitude, it's the same thing. What ends up happening is your brain automatically starts to see those things and starts to pull them in for you. So even when you're going through that space wow. of, oh my God, I made a mistake, it's not working, why am I doing this, life is tough. Once that practice is in place, you get glimpses of those things without even having to try very hard. Does that make sense? Yes. Bonnie, I did say your name <laughs> twice. <laughs> I even talked about you. You're the one, you're, Bonnie, you're the person that I gave the example of that has a hard time finding great gratitude. Not to call you out, but <laughs> my question was for you, so I was thinking of you, of course. Um, Nick says that he starts the day and he, he also, he, that's how he starts his day was with gratitude, but also meditates. Let me ask you this. Um, say you're just going through a lot of hard stuff and you know, you're your life is pretty dysfunctional. Um, do you, do you recommend to somebody to pursue getting help first or to meet, to start practicing gratitude? <laughs> Like, is it, does gratitude, do you feel, do you feel, I guess what I'm trying to ask is, do you feel like gratitude is really the, the, the first start to getting on the right track? 
I'm not a therapist, but I will say sometimes we need both. I think sometimes, you know, we need somebody on our side to say to us on a regular basis or, or to guide us through that path. So I do think that when you practice gratitude that you're able to pull yourself out a little bit faster. Mm-hmm. But if somebody is, is that deep in a hole, maybe they do need to talk to somebody professional. And while they're doing that, they practice gratitude. So I don't want to tell somebody don't get the help if they need the help. Yeah. But um, I, I do think that and trust me, I go into my holes. I go deep. I there's times that I'm like, what did I quit my job? For? <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me, something is in the air in um in Florida. But um, humidity. <laughs> um, but it's also the season, and everything is flying around. You know, when I go into those spaces, though, going back to therapy, I have a team of people. I have a a tribe of people that will say to me, you know. Hey, start practicing what you preach, or or I'll get an email. Or That's something great. Happen and, and somebody says to me, you know, I I was on a phone call with somebody yesterday, and she blew me away. She blew me away. She said, you know, just because she's a friend of mine, we've had some really serious conversations, and she she reaffirmed that I am on the right path. Let's just say it that way. That's awesome. So, Nick says, my last comment was two parts. Give thanks, feel thanks, and maintain positive self-talk. Find the good in everything. Tanya says, as of now, my gratitude is to wake up, praise God, and fight. Don't give up, and sometimes I need motivation. Yeah, you do, Tanya, and you're definitely in my prayers too. Um, I know what you're going through. Um, Bonnie says, I feel like I need to talk and get it all out because I need someone on my side to tell me it's okay and just listen to me. Jennifer says, I think expressing gratitude to who and what is in your life every day. Be thankful for what you have and who you are. I love that. And then Denise says, listen to Abraham Hicks. That'll straighten you out. Um, which I, I, you know, I listen to a lot of personal development stuff and then I get pretty angry when it all starts sounding the same. Um, but it, and it's, and it's almost like I have to continually trick myself to hear something new. Um, Tell, tell me, I want to ask you, because we were talked about this yesterday. Uh, you're Buddhist, correct? No, I'm Jewish. Jew? I thought you said Buddhist. <laughs> oh, I was going to ask you. Okay, so. <laughs> no, of course. Okay. So, every, as and everyone will tell you um, that is, has, is watching this show, um, is that, you know, I am a follower of Christ, but I've been, I'm very accepting and open to people of all faiths. Uh, my sisters are actually Jewish. Well, they're my half sisters, but they're Jewish. So I like I've just never been one to to judge on that. But let me ask you, because you're in Florida, what part of Florida are you in? I live in Hollywood. I'm a Miami girl. I live in Hollywood. That's where uh, my my um, uncle is a preacher in Hollywood, Florida. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I lo- I used to live in Florida. I lived, I went to college in Boca Raton, and um, I love it there. What, so that you're around, like predominantly Jew. I mean, there's a lot of Jewish people in South Florida. Do you tend to not as much? Not as much? No. Really? Yeah. Oh, let me ask you something though, uh, and, and I don't know this. I, I do you do Jewish people still face a lot of discrimination? I have. I don't think I've ever experienced discrimination. 
That's good. I mean, I taught, yeah, I taught, I have to even think about that. And if I have it, I don't remember. Um, it's interesting because I taught in a predominantly Hispanic and African American school. And I would talk about, you know, the holidays or I would say something and they're like, You're Jewish? We didn't, we didn't know that. <laughs> Well, I, I was just, when you asked me that question, that's the only reason why that came up for me is because you asked me yesterday if it was a problem. I thought you said Buddhist. Um, no, but we have, look, there's Buddhist here, there's Hindu here, um, there's Christian, there's Jewish, there's, there's a little bit of everything. And this is kind of what the show is, is because it's all gratitude, living purposefully, living what our creator designed us to do. So... That's why I asked you that question. I was like, did you think I was going to discriminate against you? No, I, I asked you that question because if you asked me a faith-based question, I wanted to be clear that I probably wouldn't be able to answer it. Oh, no. If you asked me about scripture, I, would, I wouldn't be able to answer it. So I wanted that, just not that I thought you were going to have a, a problem with it. I just wanted to be clear and upfront because I saw that that was oh. something you no, I, I always, I just make it clear and it's funny because I, you know, it's one of those things that I, I really, I have, I do that because I want to remind myself of what I came from and, and where I came from and everybody has their own journey. Everyone has their own overcoming story. And for me, that's where it started. And I just, I have to make that clear before anything else, but you know, there's a big difference. I think that I don't even know how we're getting. I can't believe we're getting off on the subject. But like with Christians, and I don't call myself a Christian. I call myself a follower of Christ because I follow Christ's teachings and try to be to to follow those teachings the best I can. And you know, I still <laughs> I'm working. I I can get pretty riled up, and and <laughs> sometimes I what comes out of my mouth is not very uh, Christ-like, but um. You know, it's something that I work on and it's something that I strive to be and I'm a human, but I feel like when I, I, I Christians, like my feeling and, and how in the Christian community, how I've been treated, even recently, I, I've been a, I want to talk about this. I, I swear to you, I went to a Bible study because I was wanting to try to understand the Bible more at, in, in Orange County when I was, when I lived in Laguna, um, it was a, a men's group at Saddleback. And I went there and it was a Bible study and everyone's like, hey, getting along. They're talking about like they get together and drink wine and do all this stuff. They're like, wow, these guys are cool. And then I started, to, then they, they, something came up in the discussion and I shared part of my story and, and, and being in jail six times and, you know, my, my issues. I swear to you, I've never been felt so judged in my life. And I'm in a Bible study. I've been forgiven. I, I, I like, what, are you freaking kidding me? Like, so I have this bad taste in my mouth towards Christians and, and that word. And so I, I choose to go by follower because I think it just, it's a different, it's a different, I don't know if it's a different playing field or what, but anyway, I'm getting off the topic. So tell me that you're, so you're a best-selling author. What's the name of your book? Journey to the Soul, a Journey to the Stage, I'm sorry. It's um, a compilation book of women in this group I belong to, Women's Prosperity Network. And we all wrote a little chapter and just kind of shared our story of, of what got us to the stage. And I'm in two other books. The second book really talks about 
it was kind of a, a preview to me stopping to me getting out of teaching. So I shared the story that I took a huge leap. You know, I took a huge leap of faith and and said, "This is what I'm going to do." And people thought I was nuts, and and I did it anyways. Are, now, are you so tell people? There's a lot of people out here that have a book inside them, like they they have a book that they want to write, and but they're scared or intimidated. Can you explain to them, explain to the audience, everyone listening on Spreaker, iHeartRadio, watching on YouTube and Facebook Live, tell tell everybody about the process of writing a book. I mean, it's really not that as challenging as people have it in their head, right? Well, this was just a chapter. And okay. I didn't write the whole book myself, but I am going to shortly write one. And I think it's just about, again, setting time, you know, a, a, a routine and just write. And if you're not, just write, let it flow, let it come out. And then you can always find somebody to edit it. You can always find somebody, if you're not comfortable writing or, or you're not sure you like what you want, you can always have somebody, a ghostwriter, kind of fix it or something. Yeah. So I think that the, the, biggest, the biggest thing that we as humans do is we wait for perfection. We wait for the right moment. We wait for the right time. And, and really that's where failure begins. That's my experience. If I waited for the right time to stop teaching and I waited for the right time to do this, or I waited, I would never have done any of the things I've done in my life. Yeah. And I think, you know, for people who have this goal or have this desire, just do it. You know, just do it. You may not get it right the first time, but that's okay. And, and I think that we need to make that, we need to really ingrain that in ourselves, that it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to, you know, to screw up. What what doors did writing a book open up for you, though? It gives me credibility. People see best-selling author, and it gives me credibility. Um, it gets me on people's talk shows. <laughs> it really just it, it gives credibility, and and it was really fun for me. And and again, mine was just a chapter in a, in a compilation book, but it was just fun. It was a way to be expressive and to share my ideas and and to say, I can do this. I can do whatever I put my mind to. You know, I have the opportunities available to me now. I get to take them. So somebody actually said to me the other day, you need to you need to sit down and, and write a bigger one now. Yeah. One by yourself. So that's the next step. Yeah, you planted the seed. Hold on, I have to address something, Jennifer. As a Christian, what you just said, Josh, that kind of breaks my heart. The other, that other Christians would do that to you. We are to love one another, no matter what, who, etc. I agree with you. If you talk about it breaks your heart. It broke my heart because I, it basically, if I did, was not so determined in my faith and wasn't so sure of my faith, then that would have turned me away as a kid. This judgment period, judging anybody is wrong is wrong. I don't care what religion or non-religion you are. Judging people's wrong. And and we are all God's children. No matter which God you think it is, we are God's children. And you're right. It broke my heart. As a kid, it turned me away from God. It turned me away because I thought, well, these guys are just too good. I'll never live up to this. But yet, these those same judgmental people were the same people that were I was doing cocaine with in the freaking bathroom of a club. So go figure. There were the same ones cheating on their wives, cheating on their husbands, being gay and, and being in the closet about it, not being honest. Like, that's crap, dude. Like, I agree. So, Jennifer, thank you. But, yeah, it hurts. No one should judge anybody. We're all flawed. Every one of us. 
But the perp the point is we we are to strive to do better. We are strive, and that's what I do. What I love about my faith is that it gives me something, a target, uh, to be Christ-like. For Buddhists, it's to be like Buddha. For for Jewish people, it's 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 to be godlike, right? Is that correct? Okay, sure. I've never read the Torah. I don't know. Um, but I mean, the, go ahead. No, finish and then I'll oh, I, I'm just saying. I'm I'm just saying that we were all, you know, created to to do something. You know, we're all we were created to do something magnificent. We were given gifts that can be used for ourselves. Or be used for other people and when we're using our gifts for other people you can't live in judgment you can't judge other people so anyway i'm done ranting go ahead sorry <laughs> i i'm all i'm fired up because every time i talk about this subject it it, it just irks me because I, I i could feel it in my stomach the disappointment i've been i i got, I got a one more rant sorry like <laughs> Everybody, everybody needs a mentor. Everybody needs a mentor. Everyone needs somebody that they can be there to whip them in shape and kick their butt when they're slacking off and they're not doing what they're supposed to do. Everyone needs a mentor. Good morning, Elizabeth. Good to see you. Um, we all need a mentor. We need someone guidance. And I went there desperate for a mentor because I was new in my walk and my faith and I was trying to be better. And I'm like, well, Bible study seems safe. And then that happened. Like that, that just, it makes me sick. Because what if you turn somebody around? I'm, I'm a volatile human. I'm a volatile, like I, 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 I'm like, every day I get stronger, but at the same time I know that if I don't do my morning routine, if I don't practice, if I don't work at it, if I don't pray, if I don't you know, notice my wrongs and ask for forgiveness, if I don't do those things, I'm gonna be right back in a face pile of cocaine again and wrecked and throw everything away. But that's our, but our duties as human is to look out for other people. If it doesn't matter if it's business or personally, you look out for people. You, when you see an opportunity to help someone, you help them. You don't judge people. You don't. Because God knows you've got something in your closet you don't want out either. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. for all of us to to just you know it, it's funny because we get on that conversation and it reminds me of a conversation i just had with somebody about the love languages the five love languages did you ever read that book uh the five love languages mm -hmm. i have i still i, I still sucked it <laughs> i still felt miserably in my marriage <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i'm i'm, I'm learning i really am <laughs> relationship i think it's in all relationships and i do think it it sucks what your experience but maybe try another group oh well i'm in san diego now and i'm very fortunate to have um i have i have a great church and a great community and as of last night i've committed to go to um ala which is a ascension leadership academy because i'm going to do some really deep work and try to go to the next level of my evolution um because it's important to me I, I've gotten to that point. I've done enough work that I've, I've seen what my life could be if I just get out of my own damn way. And, and so I'm wanting to basically peel back every possible layer inside my body so I can become 
the supreme being that I believe I was created to be. And I'm not saying that to be cocky, so I don't want any hate mail. I'm just saying, I, I say this every day, we're all created for greatness, but we have all this stuff trying to cover it up and it's like hidden in the closet. It's, it's hidden behind layers of yuck and muck and, 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 and hurt. And the more we peel it back and the more we break and heal from those things, as T.D. Jake says, the blessing is in the breaking and just keep on breaking, keep on breaking, keep on breaking and grow and grow and grow and grow. Like I'm at that point now. It's like, okay, I don't want to get stale in my growth. I want to continue. And every day I said this on Monday's show. Like every day I want to do something that tests my faith. I want to do something every day that makes me strive and bend and break to, to, to so, so see what's possible because I believe as humans that we are, we are, we are, I believe as humans that we have far more potential than we know. We tell ourselves because, well, I've always been poor, so I'm always going to be poor. I'm always going to be this. I'm always going to be that. I'm always it, 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 like we tell ourselves these things. That's a limiting belief. I'm done with freaking limits and, 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 and yeah, and it isn't it, but it, and it's freeing and it's like, okay, so if I'm saying that I'm done with, I'm done with limits, I'm done putting limits on myself. If I say that, what am I going to have to do to keep that? And you know what you're going to have to do? You have to break yourself. And it happened like, like in 30 seconds. And, and I'll share with you what I was, what I meant. So I was in a little funk yesterday. My dad, still the stuff with my dad comes up and you know, this, there's a sadness and I'm like, okay, well you didn't work for a month. Now you need to get out. You need to start spreading the message. You're, I'm, I'm actually going to be on your coast. I'm doing, um, an Oscar, um, a pre like a, an Oscar gift show, which is part for charity in LA. Yeah. Oh, what? We'll say it off air because I think yeah. I, I I'm doing I'm doing one of those too. I don't know if it's the same one though. That'll be cool. There's a lot of them. We actually have a mutual friend, but we'll talk about. Okay. That. Okay. Cool. <laughs> so, so let me share that part with you. So somebody sends me a text this morning and says you have to meet Joshua. You have to meet him. You have to get on his show. And I said, that's the person I told you about last night. I'm already on his show today. So. <laughs> Are you serious? Serious is a heart attack. So she texts, she's out right now and she's in California. So she texted me at like two in the morning. I, it was five here. And I got in there and texted. I opened, you know, looked at it and I texted her back. I'm on the show today. Goodbye. So yesterday, you know, you talk about getting out of your own way. I was in a funk yesterday. I was, I was in a crazy space of. I know I need to sit down, I need to make connections, I need to talk to people about my movement, I need to put myself out there, I need to you know, take, a, take myself to the next level because I've been selling a lot of, of grateful shirts and I've been selling a lot of product, but now my goal is to speak more. Oh, so awesome. The, I'm, I'm on a computer and I felt like I was just going through the emotions, but the intention was every time I send an email, I'm going to get a response. Every time I send an email, I'm going to get a response. So I'd gone onto blog radio and I found a few people that I was interested in being on their show and I sent them an, uh, an email. And then something said to me, click on your name, because I saw that you added me as a friend on Instagram. You clicked on my name and all of a sudden I saw the word gratitude. I said, oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> and here we are. So it was, had I not taken that step, 
taken a step because I was feeling mm, and sad and depressed and, and funky because I'm still experiencing stuff with my dad, we would not be having this conversation right now. So it was very, very cool. Thank you for reaching out to me. And uh, yay. That, that, that was my first Instagram email ever, too. I was so excited. It's like, oh my God, Instagram is working. This is great. Um, I, um, so Tiffany, yes, you can absolutely be on the show. I'll, I'll look, anyone can be on the show. I mean, anyone, anyone listening. I love interviewing people. I'm booking people for the next year. Let's do this. Um, so I, let's see, you're, you're the reason, aw, you're the reason my awakening was put into action. Your show started off. That's going to make me freaking cry. Oh my That's God. Awesome. I, awesome. man. And, and also I, when people refer, I'm new at this. I, I, I'm new and, but it's a childhood dream for me to have a talk show. And I, and when people refer, Hey, you need to be on this guy's show. Like, it means so much to me. Um, because it's the ultimate compliment and, 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 and it means a lot because I do this because I truly want to prove that everyone has a message that needs to be heard and everyone is as a gift and everyone has purpose and I'm just doing it to remind people and that's one of the things that I'm called to do so when people refer that means a lot to me so thank you um hey by the way show everybody your shirt sorry radio audience you can't see your shirt but <laughs> It says, is it hashtag grateful? There you go. Hashtag grateful. And then at the bottom of it, it says, Did you, you put the link in the comments, right? I did. I did. Okay. Well, listen, I am, um, I'm so grateful that you came on the show. I, I, I support what you're doing 100%. Um, make sure that you put the link in the comments again because I, I, want, people to, I want people to buy those shirts. They're cool. Do they, do they come in black? They do. Yeah. I'm going to buy one, a black one, because I like black. Um, okay. So for coming on the show today, I'm going to give you a giraffe. A giraffe, yes. I like giraffe. Uh, yeah, a real giraffe, a full-size giraffe that requires food and care. Um, you cannot give it away, and you cannot sell it. What are you going to do with it? I am going to... Do I get to touch it? You, you can do anything you want with it except give it away and sell it. Yeah. Cool. All right. Michelle, thank you for being on the show today. You're welcome. I'd like to leave one gratitude tip for Valentine's Day. Yeah, please do. So one of the people that left you a comment said that one of the things she likes to do is she likes to express gratitude to, to people in her life. And um, it's very interesting because the magic relationship ratio is five to one. And I leave this with you on Valentine's Day that for every negative interaction you have with a loved one, you need five positive interactions to kind of counteract that. So go out, do nice things, say nice wow. things to people, acknowledge them, love on them, kiss on them, hug on them, romantic relationships and non-romantic relationships, and, and just spread a little love today. That's so beautiful. 
You're the best. You're great. Thank, um, you. thank you for putting up with my rants today. I if I if I feel inspired, I can't stop it. I have to go. Um, but listen, you're you're a blessing. Happy Valentine's Day. Have a fantastic day today. Thank you so much. <laughs> bye bye. All right, Michelle, everybody. She was cool, right? That was fun. I like gratitude talks. Good morning, Dr. Garcia. So everybody listening on Spreaker, iHeartRadio, watching live on YouTube, and my lovely Facebook people. By the way, Facebook audience, I almost bailed on you guys a couple days ago, and then I realized I said to myself, I'll never, I'll never bail on Facebook because this is where it all started. But I almost bailed because I got mad at them. So here's the deal. So I almost bailed because they suppressed the, when you go, when you do Facebook live off your page and you don't pay for a boosted ad, they, you don't, you don't get the same audience. So I'm grateful for you guys for coming over here to this page to watch the show. If you've liked the, if you have not liked the page, um, please do. And, and I'm, I'm not begging for this. I'm just begging because our, yeah, I am begging. I'm actually begging. I'm asking a favor. If you like the show and you've not liked the page, please like the page. Um, that would mean a lot to me. Um, it also helps us like do new things for the show. One of the thing, one of the, the visions I have for the show is to travel with it. Yeah, that's right. I, I want to buy equipment to be able to travel and go on location. And if you guys remember when the show first started, I would walk around with um, the phone and I would interview people on the street. I'm wanting to do that again, but I can't do that. I got to buy some equipment. So by you guys liking it, by you guys sharing, by you guys interacting with the show, that actually helps and that helps with sponsors and things like that. So I really, that, that would be amazing because I really do want to grow this and it is my intention to take this to TV. I don't know what the hell's happening with E360, and I, I, it's fine. Whatever. I keep hearing different stuff. Whatever. It doesn't matter because I'm, I'm happy. I love what we're doing, and I want to grow this as much as possible because it, I think it's important. And you guys have been absolutely freaking terrific. Um, the name of the show, the name of my show is um, Joshua T. Berglund's Morning Gratitude. Um, sorry, I was shocked. What is about what? I don't know what you're talking about. The Chinese lady just saw. Whoa. Oh, hold on. Hold on. The Chinese lady just throw a stone at my window. <laughs> I don't know what that says, but you just had a rock thrown at your window. Nick Harris. Thank you, my man. I appreciate you. Um, puts me on check when she. That's awesome. Uh, guys, Aaron. Uh, good to see you, Nick, Jennifer, Diana. You guys are amazing. Harold. Thank you for all the shares and likes. Zinfu. Um, Zinfu, I love you. I just wanted to say that. Um, thank you very much. And, um, yeah, you guys are terrific. I, I'm just, I'm beyond grateful for you. I'm, if I'm, I'm also trying to build YouTube. Like I said, I really want, I'm, I'm just going to share with you what I'm trying to do. Why not? I think it's important to talk about this. So I really want, like Facebook is what's comfortable, what I love. Everything else is very uncomfortable for me. Like YouTube is weird. I cannot figure it out. I cannot figure out um, how to even get momentum on YouTube. So I figured out how to go live on accident, thinking that that may help, and it may. But so I'm trying to build the YouTube page, and then also I'm trying to build Instagram. Um, still don't even know how to use that. In fact, I'm even trying to build Tumblr. I like that. I like Tumblr. I really do. So I'm doing this because I really want to have tentacles of gratitude everywhere, and. 
I want to continue to challenge myself with more and more guests. And I really want to grow this organically. And I want to do it the hard way. So that's why your likes and shares and all of that stuff, I appreciate so much because that that's doing it the hard way. It's basically my middle finger to Facebook because middle finger wants they middle finger wants me to. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing at myself. Facebook wants you to run ads to boost your show. I don't really want to do that. I don't want to have to pay for people to like me. Um, because <laughs> I used to do that a lot as a kid. I don't want to do that anymore. So you guys are amazing because of how you support the show. Because you've shared and like a lot of you have gone over to the YouTube page and that's in the comments and you guys have subscribed to that. Thank you for that. All of that stuff matters to me a great deal. I really appreciate you all. Um, okay, so Denise, Tiffany, um, you abs- Tiffany, you're absolutely welcome on the show anytime. Jennifer, Sherry, good to see you. Thank you for joining the show. Tanya, please get well. You're in my prayers. Nick Harris, as always, my man. God bless you. Harold, is it Sturker? You're a good dude, man. I think you're a great, great human being. Um, Veronica, good morning. Good to see you. Facebook definitely wants comments, and you guys are doing awesome. Do you know what? You know something? Did you? If you guys watched the show yesterday, you heard our guest. Oh, that reminds me. I've got tickets to give away. Who wants free tickets to Epic Fighting for Friday night? If you want free tickets, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Okay, here's the deal. This is a contest. The comments, okay, the YouTube profile um, the, of mine is in the comments. If I'm, I need, let's get to 100. Let's get to 100. When we get to 50 first, the 50th person to subscribe, am I shooting myself in the foot by doing this? The 50th person to subscribe will get free tickets to VIP tickets to Epic Fighting on Friday night. How about that? Bonnie, you, you, it's in San Diego. So if you can come to San Diego, <laughs> um, we can do that. Yes, Tanya, we can do an interview on the fight. So whoever, um, yeah, I want somebody to win these tickets. I have them to give away. But you heard him say yesterday about how engaged the audience is. You guys are, we, no one engages quite like this audience. And it's terrific. Like it's so much fun. So if you're watching on YouTube you can't really see all the craziness, but I'm trying to get the comments going with YouTube as well. But this is really, really fantastic because that's one of the things that is so great is you guys have this like little community here on Facebook where you talk and you network. That's another thing. You guys post your businesses. Uh, like plug your businesses, Facebook pages, so we can all support each other and like each other. So let's not make this one-sided. Um, you'll jump off of a plane, Denise. That's scary. So anyway, yeah, go please go like the YouTube page or subscribe to it, whatever it's called. Um, I would appreciate that very much. Um, and you guys are uh, just, again, mean so much to me. And whoever subscribes, I get notices of it. I should be seeing notices now, and I'm not. That's hurting my feelings. Anyway, um, we should see. I'll see, and I'm going to pick a winner. But you need to be in San Diego or know someone in San Diego you can give them to. How about that? We'll give it to you. So... Everybody listening on iHeartRadio, on Spreaker, watching on YouTube, watching on Facebook. God bless you guys. I love you. Thank you so much for your support. And please go like the YouTube page or subscribe. (laughs) Okay. All right. You guys are amazing. I got to get out of here. Bye.
For garden color from the ground up, start with the ground. Vigoro Colored Bark Mulch from the Home Depot. Now, three bags for just nine bucks. It protects your plants beautifully and maintains its color for up to 12 months in shades of red, brown, or black that really set off your garden, not to mention your spring. Bring on spring color with Vigoro Colored Bark Mulch. Three bags, nine bucks. Now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Limit 60 per customer. Color selection varies by store. 